Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Let's do it. Hey, friends, welcome here to another episode of Your Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Uh, first, we are on with special guest, Brent Daniels, today. Uh, Chris, why don't you go ahead and introduce us to Brent, and let's rock and roll. I get the opportunity to introduce the man, the myth, and <laughs> the legend, Brent Daniels. Brent Daniels has been doing some amazing stuff for a long time. And actually, I, uh, I quote the name of his company because it is pretty much one of the smartest names ever because it's the way to win in real estate. I don't care whether you're an investor. I don't care whether you are a real estate agent. I don't care what you're doing, but uh, doing what Brent Daniels is about to talk to talk to us about today is the way to win. Like, I don't care how good you are or bad you are. If you're not doing this, you're not going to win. So with that said, um, Brent and I are in a mastermind together. We hang out um, once a year in Mexico. I'm about to go over and hang with him at Arizona in a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, it's pretty nice being able to be warm year round. But uh, anyway, uh, bottom line is uh, Brent has helped thousands of people make a fortune in real estate because there is something that most people aren't doing that if you do do these things, you're going to win. So Brent Daniels, tell us about yourself. Where'd you start from? Like what brought you to where you are now? And uh, what are you doing? How are you helping people? And tell us about that. Chris, Jeff, thank you so much for the opportunity to get on here. Uh, really excited to share this because, you know, this, this talking to you, Chris, you had explained that this is a very, very, this is for real estate agents. And I've been licensed since 2004. And I got the, I got my license right after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? Which kind of drew me in. It took my mushy brain of a 20 year old and, and it kind of gave me direction. And I was like, real estate is where I want to be. I want to be an investor. I want to learn everything that I can about it. I love this. I want passive cash flow, the whole thing, right? And then you get into, you get your license and I got it in 0405. The market's going bananas. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm this 22 year old kid. I'm doing well. I'm getting into sales. I'm learning how to list property, how to work with buyers, do all that. And uh, just became a real estate agent, did the natural thing, opened up my own brokerage. And then the economic world melted in 2008, the same year that I opened that up. So I really had to get back to basics. I really had to get back to um, focusing on what made me successful before, which was literally just being proactive, right? Picking up the phone and talking to as many people as possible. And that's what this thing is. The TTP stands for talk to people. And that's essentially what we do. That's essentially what, how we make money in the real estate business, whether you're a real estate agent or an investor, you have to pick up the phone and you have to be in constant communication and having quality conversations with your prospects every single day. So that's kind of the philosophy of the whole TTP um, uh, kind of brand or whatever it is. But um, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I did traditional real estate for a long time and then found my way into wholesaling, into flipping, into owning real estate investments. And it's been fantastic. And it's really interesting, you know, guys, I feel like 
real estate agents just don't understand that there is six to 10% of our real estate market that is in distress at all times. Okay. I don't, you know, we're, we're, we're trained to go after for sale by owners. We're trained to go after expired listings, canceled listings, build up your network of people, get your sphere of influence to send you referrals. But there is so many off market opportunities that you could be going after that. I want to kind of share that message here in the short little 30 minutes that we have and give you some techniques and some tactics to be able to do that. That's awesome, brother. That's awesome. So I know that uh, it's, it's just so interesting because in how we were even crafting the, the message, I know the idea of, of calling people, talking to people, making, making the outbound phone calls is one that like a lot of times people say, ah, next, I want the easy button. I want, I, I would like to make a million dollars, but not do anything. How do I do that? You know, and so, so that's, that's so crazy that, uh, that people are like that um, because, but that's how everybody is, right? Everybody wants to be fit, but they, I'll speak from experience. I want to be fit, but I also want to eat my pizza, right? Sure. So like, that's, the, that's the whole thing. And at some point, if you want to see your abs, you've got to say no to the pizza sometimes, right, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff gives you a hard time sometimes uh, because Jeff can see his abs. Uh, but, uh, but that's the whole thing is, uh, is, uh, yeah, I mean, how do we talk to enough people, like get into it? So, so Brent, tell us, um, like, just give us some basics on how you see the difference between how most people do real estate, whether it's investment space or retail space, um, to get listings, to get dis- distressed sellers versus how people are actually, actually going to get sellers at a massive level. Well, listen, you can buy leads, right? Through traditional marketing, you can, uh, you can build up a great referral network and really, you know, start getting those referrals and start, you know, building up your year and your productivity through that. And you can go and be proactive. You can go out there and earn it every single day uh, by picking up the phone and making calls or by going out and knocking on doors. And I don't suggest you just go out and you just take every property in your market and just go to these people and and say, hey, are you looking to sell your property? Are you looking to consider an offer in this property or anything like that? What I'm saying is go after very, very laser focused specific people. You can literally, and I, I don't understand why real estate agents don't have more access or more, there's more conversation about it, but you can get access to all the probates going on in your market all the inherited properties in your market, all the vacant properties in your market, all the absentee owners or non-owner occupied that are owned by people that live out of state. These are all lists that you should be going after. These are prospects that you should be, you know, going out and having a quality conversation with and seeing if they would consider an offer in their property before they make the decision to hit that button on Zillow for an offer or to hit an open door or offer pad or one of these iBuyers or something like that. You can get to these people beforehand, before they even start get asking for referrals to real estate agents or whatever else. You can start that conversation uh, out of the blue and start building that relationship so that you can either buy that property if you want to invest in it. Maybe it's a fix and flip property. Maybe it's something you want to put into your rental portfolio or list the property. I mean, as a, as a real estate agent, you have so many different options that you can put in front of a, uh, a potential seller that, I mean, it's, 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 I don't understand why a lot of people aren't going more after some of these more motivated property lists. You know, stop, stop working in the box of just for sale 
by owners and expireds and canceled and just listed and just sold and just your sphere, you can go out and find the best opportunities out there. Uh, and that's off market. And let me give you a stat real quick. And I know that I'm talking a lot, but I just want to get this in. We only have a short amount of time. I was averaging 2.75% on as a traditional agent, right? I think that that's pretty normal, right? Uh, typically, you know, you get the 3% on the buy side. Now it's more like 2% out there in the markets uh, and 3% or 2% on the listing side, whatever it is, 2.75 average. Right now, by finding off-market properties, taking those properties and either flipping them, wholesaling them or uh, buying them and getting the equity, I averaged 16% a deal. 16% a deal. That is the true facts. That's awesome, brother. Well, going from there, and I'll let Jeff jump in. And uh, sorry for uh, hogging the questions here, Jeff. I'll let you jump in. One more question yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can make fun of me for eating pizza later. Um, anyway, uh, so one more question for me. Brent, tell us your story. You said you were a traditional agent. Um, how did you find kind of your like this niche that you're into and how did like, like just tell us your story a little bit. Yeah. So, um, after uh, I'll just start kind of coming back into it. So 2004 to 2010 traditional agent. Um, and then obviously the real estate market changed a lot, especially here in Phoenix. So we got into the short sales, we got into the REOs um, and, and did, did well with that. It was going pretty well, but I was finding that, you know, the, the, the percentages, the average commission that I was getting per deal was just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. So I knew that in certain pockets of our market, in our community, uh, there was a lot of turnover. There was a lot of older properties that were now getting renovated, right? And so I was like, well, if I go talk to these people that have kind of the smaller houses on a big lot or just kind of run down, they need some love, they need some renovation, they need a facelift. Maybe if I can talk to these owners before uh, they make the decision to sell, I can match them up with my investors and I can get 3% from my investors and it'll be great. So I would go out and door knock, door knock, door knock. And I would do that. I did that for two years. I was out door knocking. And eventually it got to the point where people were uh, either giving me the phone number of the their landlords because their landlords were thinking about selling that property or they were like the caretaker of a property down the street. And I realized right there, Chris and Jeff, if you have the phone number, an accurate phone number for a property, you can reach out and see if they would consider an offer on their property. And that's how I built it. So I just started, I started going, driving around the neighborhoods, finding the ugliest houses out there. I would go to the county assessor site. I would find who the owners of these uh, properties are. And then I would do something called skip tracing, right? I would put it into a database. They would send it back with all the accurate phone numbers. And now I'm just calling them and asking them if they would consider an offer. And from there, I just built and was able to put these properties under contract myself as the buyer. And then I would either sell that contract, which is commonly referred to as assigning the deal or wholesaling a property. And, um, and that's how I built up a, a really nice system, a really nice business. And then from there, started taking them down and flipping and doing some of those other things. Absolutely. That's, yeah. That's awesome. All right, Jeff. Yeah. Well, so earlier you mentioned that the different lists that, that, that people should be paying attention to, but are not paying attention to. Could you, uh, could you uh, go over that list one more time? And then uh, Hector has a question. I think he caught the list as well. Where do you find the resources for, for these lists? Love it. Love it. So um, probates, 
Okay, you can get probates at probatesdaily.com, probatesdaily.com. Um, you can get uh, all the vacant properties and all the absentee owner properties and all the cash buyers in your market and all of the divorce lists and some of these other code violation lists at ttpdata.com. It's powered by a company called PropStream. What they do is they aggregate all of this data. They get all of the nation's data and they put it in and they let you know um, which which properties fit into that list. Not only that, but also how much equity each one of those properties have so that you know that you're going after properties that have some equity. Because if you got motivation and you got equity, you are in the right place. You're doing the right thing. So um, absentee owners that live out of state, probates, inherited properties. Uh, obviously, people go after the pre-foreclosures. But I mean, you can, you can pull tired landlord lists, Jeff. You can pull lists that people, you know, owners don't live in the property. They're non-owner occupied, right? They, um, they've owned the property for at least seven years. It was built before 1990. I'd like it to be at least 30 years old because typically, you know, it's going to need some love. It's going to need some renovation. And you can pull all that with equity, with at least 30, 40% equity from those resources. And now you've got a list. You go, you skip trace them at batchskiptracing.com. You've got the phone numbers. You've got the addresses. Now it's on you. Do you want to call them or do you want to just go to the door and knock, and knock on the door? Yeah. What was, uh, the, the, what was the skip tracing uh, website? I'm trying Batchskiptracing.com. Match skip tracing. Batch, batch, like batches. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I'll tell you, that's, uh, you know, how, how I started in uh, the early 2000s, just finding distressed properties and knocking on their doors, talking to people and getting it done. I'll tell you, I mean, the genius of the name of your company, talk to people, because this is what I, I say to, to win in real estate. And I don't care what you're doing to win in real estate. It's activity and skill, right? Even if you're a terrible salesperson, if you talk to a thousand people a day, you're going to do more business than a great salesperson that talks to five people a day. And if all of a sudden you're getting good at what you're saying, wow, like that's great. You talk to a lot of people and you're good at what you're saying. How cool is that? So, um, so Brent, what are the things that you see that usually keep people from actually winning in real estate? Yeah, I love it. So um, a couple different things. And I see the I see the little comments on here. And I don't know if you want me to give out um, what, what you guys are comfortable with me giving out uh, my website or YouTube or whatever else, but we got a ton of resources there. So let me know. We'll do all that at the end. Okay. So we'll, we'll answer all those people because I see it popping up. So I'll give you all those, those resources there. But here's the biggest thing. I think that people aren't pre-qualifying off-market properties. What I mean by that is when you're working with somebody that has a distressed property or, you know, this is a property that would be a good investment property. This is something that is rough, right? You are looking for four things to pre-qualify them. You need to know the condition of the property, Right. What remodeling have they done to the kitchen and bathrooms in the last five years? How old is the roof? How old is the mechanics of the property, right? Uh, you need to know their timeline to sell that property. Are they looking to sell that in the next 30 days? Or are they looking to sell it in three years, right? You need to know their motivation. What is their problem? What is their problem that, that, that 
you can solve by giving them an offer in their property? What is their motivation? And then the fourth thing is what's their price? So I think one of the big errors that people make, Chris and Jeff, is they run out, they get somebody and they say, yes, I would consider an offer. And they go right to the house, right to the appointment. They're all excited. They're going to get this deal. They're going to get this listing. They're going to get this opportunity. And they haven't pre-qualified at all. And these people want like over retail or they're not ready to sell for a long time. And I think that running around really distracts you from what you should be doing, which is finding new opportunities every single day. I would rather you calling people, pre-qualifying them and going on those appointments than just, just, going, just going on every single unqualified appointment. So, I think pre-qualifying is a huge thing. I think the other thing is, Chris, is people are afraid to pick up the phone. People are afraid to talk to strangers. But the fact is, just like you said, if you talk to a thousand people and ask them if they would consider an offer on their property, you have that skill forever, That is something that stays with you forever. It bleeds into every part of your life. You can talk to anybody about real estate uh, anywhere. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. And once you have that power and that confidence and that courage, then you're off and running. Now you're picking up the momentum. I've got two of my favorite jokes that I love to uh, throw out. (laughs) Anytime somebody says that they're from Texas, I always ask the Texas joke, which is, how do you know somebody's from Texas? How do you, how? They'll tell you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. And here's the other one. How do you uh, how do you make a real estate professional stop working? How? Put a phone in front of them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. That yeah. It, in Arizona, we have forty. In in, in Phoenix, we have forty eight thousand licensees. The joke here is when they pull you over, the cops pull you over. They ask for your real estate license, right? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that, that's it. So, so this is, this is it. And this goes back to like the whole, the name of our program, Uncommon Real Estate. So common people, you put a phone in front of them, you're going to stop working. You're not going to talk to people. You sit on your couch, you, you wait for stuff to come to you. Uncommon people know that you got to go out and get it right. The 1% of the 1% because they're willing to do what the 99% are not willing to do. So if you want to become that, then you have to do these things that uh, that Brent's talking about. So, um, Jeff, I think I interrupted you. You were about to ask something else before I jumped in. Well, I no, I don't know if I'm about to ask something else. I'm just kind of paying attention and looking at you know some different things that are going on here. And I think anytime that you you know going along with your joke, going along with what we're talking about here, anytime you talk about you know getting on phones, producing leads such as this, uh, it's just not sexy. Right. And, and, I, and I'm paying attention to kind of the, the number of people that are on here right now. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny because I was like, man, why is it, uh, you know, we had like three times as many people on uh, on one of our topics last week. Right. And the thing is, and the reason why is because we're constantly looking for this magical unicorn that's going to give us free money. And, you know, and we know that it doesn't come free. Right. So, you know, I'm looking at the way that we're advertising this one, right? How to get sellers with zero dollars, right? And it's like, oh man, I, I instantly know that, you know, they're going to make me do something that's uncomfortable. Uh, you know, whereas- we literally had a whole like, like 10 minute conversation on how to, how to market this call. And for those that you, of you that are here, it shows that you are uncommon because we're like, if we say anything about cold calling, if we say anything about that, people are going to be like, oh, that sounds like work. I'm not going to do that. Right. And it's just, you know, and it's like, but if we were, yeah, if we were on here, like, Hey, we got a system where you can pay 495 a month and we're going to guarantee you X amount of leads. Like, you know, boom, it's like, it's just, it blows up because we're willing to pay money 
for systems that don't actually work uh, all the time or very yep. well, uh, but we're not willing to put in some sweat equity. And so I just, you know, I, I don't know really how to address that other than to, you know, I, I guess I just did, but I'm just over here in my mind going like, this is a real, this is a real thing. And I think for the people that are here, uh, you know, I think it's awesome. I think it's congratulations for being here. And I'll throw this out too. Like I've known Brent now for a couple of years and Brent, I think is one of the best teachers in the industry. Like he's incredibly good at what he does, but yeah, everybody's like, so many people are so afraid of uh, what is it that Thomas Edison joke? You know, most people miss opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and looks like hard work. And that whole idea that, uh, that it is what it is. So anyway, I, I think we hit that. And, and for those that are, that are, are on and listening, you know, I applaud you guys and now go out and do something with it. But anyway, well, let's get into that. So, so Brent, how can we make this, uh, you know, the, this easier, I guess, or like, what are some, what are some, what are some things that we can do to make sure that, you know, when we are making these calls that we can land, you know, land some deals? Like what, what are so, some- Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, I, I, and I appreciate what you're saying. It's really interesting. And I don't, it's really crazy because I can, I'm, I'm living now, I lived in the real estate agent world for a long time. And now over the last seven years, really working in the investment side, everybody's proactive. Every Picking up the phone is like, that's a must have. Calling for three hours a day is like no problem, no sweat. And then you go to the real estate agent side and it's like, Oh, I, I don't want to do that. Somebody might get mad at me. Somebody might uh, yell at me or reject me. It's like, what? What are you talking about? You have the opportunity to do something incredible here. There is a segment of the market that is not going to reach out. They're not going to raise their hand. You literally have to go to them because they're, they're, they're in whatever emotional distress or just their properties in distress or they're just tired of renting and their tenants have beat up their properties or they're inheriting a property that they, they can't handle or don't want to handle. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. There's so much opportunities. So what I would say is just practical, practical kind of um, um, instruction here is I would, I would do this. I would download the deal machine app. I'm serious. I don't own it. It's a deal machine app. It's a driving for dollars app. And literally when you're driving around, it's going to show you list of distressed properties. But also when you see an ugly house, you click a button on it, Use the TTP discount code to get a 10 bucks off. You, you click a button on it. It grabs all the information. It puts it into your computer. You then take it, you, you take, you, you go into your computer, take it out of there, get an Excel, go to batch, skip tracing, get the phone numbers and call the ugliest houses in your market. You cannot lose your real estate agent, even if they don't want to cash offer on it. Uh, they will, they're, they're going to have to sell at some point. Who are they going to list with? Who are they going to work with? At least it gives you the opportunity, right? Just start there. Go after the ugliest houses that you can. And that's where the huge spreads are. I mean, if you were to buy that or partner with somebody, if you don't have the funds to buy that property and, 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 and flip that and clean it up, you're going to make a fortune. I mean, this is how you do it. Every, every foundation of real estate investing starts with one thing, and that's finding discounted properties. 
right? Well, how are you going to find discounted properties if you're not looking for discounted properties? So, what I'm trying to do here is just kind of change the mindset a little to look for the discounted properties in your marketplace. I don't care if you're in DC, if you're in Maryland, if you're in Dallas, if you're in Florida, if you're in Arizona, San Diego, Seattle, wherever it is, it doesn't matter. There is properties that are in rough shape. The day that we drive down the streets in our neighborhoods and not see a a single property that needs love, then we can have a different discussion. But it is a conveyor belt of opportunity. All you have to do is find an ugly house, get their phone number, call them up and see if they would consider selling the property. It's that, it's that simple, guys. It's that simple. So we're coming up on the, on the end of the hour. I know you, uh, you have an, an amazing program where you teach people how to do this from start to finish. Um, you want to just share like just the two minutes. I mean, obviously we're not looking for an infomercial, but no, uh, I would just, I would just point. But I want to do is make sure that everybody knows, like if you want to get in touch with Brent, because he's very good at what he does, this is how you do it. Yeah. I mean, I would just direct you to my YouTube channel, just Brent Daniels real estate on YouTube. That's going to give you a lot more information. And then from there, um, a ton of free uh, downloads and resources at ttpinsider.com. And you can get scripts, you can get downloads, you can get an offer presentation, how to put that all together. You can put what to look for with ugly properties. You can, you get which list and how to pull those lists through the resources that I gave you. It's all in there. Yeah. Brent's, Brent's the man. He's a stud and uh, he's very good at what he does. So lots of people aren't in this business selling smoke and mirrors. So that's awesome. Well, very cool. Um, last question from me is, is there any questions I should have asked you that we didn't ask you? Um, I don't know. I think that there's, I think that there's just a natural progression in our minds as real estate agents to want to be investors, right? I mean, we got into this business because we found something very, you know, like a fire in our belly about real estate and owning it and being around it and doing special things with it. Um, And I think that you should feed that fire. I really do. I think that you should be uh, tipping way more towards going after off-market properties and looking for these opportunities. I mean, our average deal size here in Phoenix is $31,000. $31,000 in our business. I mean, that's like selling a million-dollar house at full commission uh, twice a week. You know what I mean? Like it adds up. It gets, I mean, it, it gets really, really, really exciting. And that's all because we find these properties off market and uh, we have different exit strategies for it. So I just think thinking bigger, don't get stuck in the education. Don't get stuck in, you know, that loop where you're just, you know, listening to podcasts and watching training and you're not taking the action. It's, it's simple. Find ugly houses get their phone number and call them and tell me what happens. Reach out to me on Instagram or whatever on YouTube and tell me what happens. Because if you have enough quality conversations with distressed property owners, you cannot lose. You can't lose. It's impossible. 100%. That's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool. Jeff, you want to finish this up? I Man, I'm I'm just ready to go make some calls now. I'm ready to go get some lists and, uh, and, (laughs) you know, sell a million dollar property every week. That's um, it. Let's go. That's awesome. it. Well, Brent, thanks. Love the energy. Love, uh, love the, you know, love all the work, love the ideas, the, the list that you gave us here. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Everyone go check it out. I posted the uh, YouTube channel in the, in the chat box here. It's also in our, um, in our Facebook group, Uncommon Real Estate. Uh, they're on the video. So lots, all the links and everything that Brent's talked about today, they will, 
exist for as long as Facebook exists there. Um, obviously, the chat box is going gonna, is gonna to be gone after we click off here. So, uh, friends, this does conclude another episode here of the Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Brent, once again, thanks for being on. Everyone else will be back next Tuesday, same time, same place. Uh, crush it over the weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Tuesday. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.